You may find this hard to believe, but 60 songs that explain the 90s, America's favorite poorly named music podcast, is back with 30 more songs than 120 songs total. I'm your host, Rob Harvilla, here to bring you more shrewd musical analysis, poignant nostalgic reveries, crude personal anecdotes, and rad special guests, all with even less restraint than usual. Join us once more on 60 Saws That Explain the 90s every Wednesday on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Five, like four, like three, like two, twenty-one. I'm gonna start it over. Tw- <laughs> Twenty. I'm gonna start it. Are back we still over. going? I don't All right, think we're here. Are we here? Is this for real now? Yeah. No, okay. no, no, this is it. We're good. This there is there you go. That's your show, guys. Thanks for. We know thanks how for to tuning count. in. That's the bottom line. We know how to count. Mike's really good at it, and now we're recording a show that is. I'm fired up today. Not you know going to be as exciting as counting. No, no, no. I'm irritated about this national thing. I'm fired up about that. I'm fired up in a good way about Topps Chrome. I'm fired up in a bad way about the national. Um, why? What's the deal with Topps Chrome? I saw that in the mailbag. Is that coming Releases out? Wednesday. Wednesday next week. Okay, so nobody, that's what I so nobody loses their their mind about this. We have like fifty thousand cases coming in. I'm um, going to profit to the moon off of Topps Chrome. Let's save just it for Monday. Monday we'll talk about Topps Chrome. Well, Topps- I'm just going to tell you right now, though. You've got product. You're going to make money checklist on it. Checklist loaded. Loaded checklist. There's a reason we bought as much as we did. I'm so Unbelievable happy checklist. I would like some pricing Let's comparisons. Let's talk about today's show. That's on today's show. I want to talk Topps Chrome. Today's show, we are going to be talking about the national again, but in a little different light. Uh, some information has become apparent the Nats that mafia. we feel like we need to share. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about that as, all, as well as maybe some future shows, what you could and could not expect from those. Then we have a segment going over what would you get rid of in the hobby. We put this out on social media to get a lot of answers. It's some good responses, I think. What do you? What is your take? I agree. A lot, a ton of responses. A lot of rookies in this class. I'm just going to say that. Uh, no, we had a lot of response to the what to get rid of thing. I'm um, telling you, this national, it's like it's a okay. wannabe. So long as I like, as I'm a train and I just keep going that's right. and then you just jump in with that thing. That's fine. I you do, do what you would do in a playground right now full <laughs> of children. Like if you are going to walk in a direction, it doesn't matter who, what little person gets in front of you. You are just going to push them aside. It's like the, it's like the An train. Unstoppable object meets an immovable. No, no, object. they're movable. They're children. Like they're little. Yeah. yeah. That was a stupid. Can thing you not? Eddie, can you cut that. Hurt a child. Um, in Inception. <laughs> 
when Maul is coming through in his sure. dream with the train. Yeah. That is you. Oh, okay. Just pushing stuff out of the way. You're the bad guy. You don't realize it. I am not. The, you eventually you're the die. Bad guy. You don't realize premature, it. Pre- right. Premature death. Dude, spoilers. Come on. So, I don't think that's a. Uh, we also have, have a guest. Chris McGill. Mike's going to put the throw the gauntlet down with him. And then we we got a few other little things before we get to your mailbag. So you don't want to talk any tops. You don't want me talking anything. Well, I just feel today. like that's a big segment for Monday since okay. we're doing new releases. I just if you want to touch on it here and there, but I feel like we do want to save some of that for Monday show. I do definitely want to save some. There's a couple. We'll save it all. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. at least get into the meat, the meat of the episode, right? Go. Trade night restrictions at the National. We talked about this that's briefly. Mafia. We said uh, someone had reached out with a post. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not even, I'm just laser focused. If you look at the wall five feet away, I'm not even going to make eye contact with you anymore. Um, The national uh, had, uh, someone had put out a post that just saying, like, hey, we got told we can't do a trade night and this is going to be happening to others. And we were just like, we, we talked about it because we thought, well, if anybody else, has had this happen to them. We're going to hear about it. No one else really reached out at the time. So we figured, oh, this isn't actually a story. However, we have heard from a confirmed source that this is a number, number definitely a story. And the fact is this trade night at the national or trade nights at the national will not be what many have expected in the past where it's like, you know, maybe I'll go to the official one that's going to be at the uh, convention center. Uh, but wait, wait, maybe not. Maybe hold I'll on. go somewhere it's at, else. The Thursday night's at the convention center? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah, usually, yeah. It, last year it was in that massive hotel lobby. I didn't know that. Oh, uh, well, actually, that is where someone in an Instagram post on the official thing said. They said it was going to be at the convention center. Okay. I don't know if I've seen um, like Ryan or somebody, one of those big sponsors say that. But let's just say it is because sure. that guy seemed very confident in his response. Uh, but bottom line the story is you will not be able to go back to your hotel and maybe meet up in the lobby at the bar. Basically, if you are not at that sanctioned event, there will not be other trade nights going on in the, I guess, immediate vicinity of the national. This is such a load of crap. And they had really, you can be your freight train all you want. <laughs> this is the dumb. Like, no, 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 go ahead. Yeah. I, I just, and we've even heard from some other people now too, different things like, you know, if you go ahead and have your own trade night somewhere else, the national can get in contact. Like that committee can get in contact with your hotel and have That's your reservations story, revoked. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm putting this out there right now that I wasn't gonna do anything next week. As soon as I get to town next week, I will find something to rent to have a trade night just out of spite. This is the biggest load of crap ever. So uh, it's a major massive event you're making plenty of money on the whole stupid thing anyways why can nobody else have an event of any kind the ridiculous i I would love to know who in the audience knew first off that the national even had a board of directors i mean so there's a new president and this new president is coming out saying he's actually contacting many people and letting them know you know if you're event already has you know trade night in the name and it's very obvious a trade night shutting it down if it does they're communicating literally with hotels to shut things they, down. They have made deals with these hotels. They basically this is what the it sounds like the wording is, is they put all the money behind getting this show started. They put the marketing into getting people here. So they feel like they can say to the hotels that they've made arrangements with already, listen, we will pull like the I guess their block or their, whatever. Their block of rooms, whatever gets them more business from the national, they're gonna pull that. 
if they allow people to do trades or big trade groups at these events. And even to the point where even if it's not a trade night, they are people are still getting calls that if there are trades that are going on, they have to ask them to leave. Like the SC. Okay, so a good example. Uh, Saturday night, we're doing the SCN breaks. Eddie got this together with our buddy Jeff at some restaurant in the area. And we're going to rip some wax there. And and guess what? Because we're all cardboard nerds, there might be some trading at that bar. Oh, Uh, boy. You you better. By the way, the only reason I'm not sharing the details, I don't remember it. I will on the next podcast. I would love to see if this is something like that's the type of level of just... This is such a such a stupid thing to me. Just let people go up there and enjoy what they're doing. If a bunch of people want to congregate in a hotel lobby and the hotel has no problem with it, then so what? Why is this an issue? I think that my my main issue, too, is just that what if I don't want to go to the national because a lot of people don't like the crowds. It's if it is back at the convention center, there's going to be a ton of people there. And also, what is the deal with having it at the convention center? Because it seems like it's really just going to be an extension of what's going on during the day, unless they have a special area set up, which I haven't heard anything about as of this point, but the trade nights to this point have had plenty of success. I think the, I read an article yesterday that said like the up to last year over the last six years, the first one started with like 60 people, but now it's up to like, I think it was like four or 5,000 people. Have you ever gone to these? Not the official one. Oh, no. We went last year. It was absolutely mobbed. I, yeah, I think I I, avoided that one. And by the way, this isn't a shot at Ryan. I like like Ryan. Like, I'm glad him and Jimmy from. Well, this isn't really his doing anyway. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, I'm glad to see like people are doing it. That's awesome. Like, do whatever you want. Why can't everybody just do what they want? But that's my point. Why does everything have to be a freaking monopoly now in this hobby? They already have all the the traction I feel like they need. Why do we need to shut down these smaller groups that go out? By the way, it will be held the 27th, which is Thursday, in the second floor ballroom. So not at the... the, Okay, so that person was incorrect. This is not at the convention center. It is somewhere else. But it does... So basically, if you were outside of that ballroom, that is where restrictions would come into place. so I just, the I, thing with the whole board of directors, the new president taking over, maybe this is he's it sounds like this is the direction that well, the scapegoat. I guess he, uh, And if you want to call it a scapegoat, you can. He's saying that the dealers, uh, he works for the dealers and this is what they're demanding. So he's basically blaming all the people who who, who host tables. Who, who is the who is demanding? This? That's a, that's a solid what question. What person selling a freaking baseball card in the convention cares if there's 57,000 trade nights? Nobody I, cares about. Come on. I do seriously question how much that is because I but then I raise the question. OK, well, why would the they care? Like, how are they making money off of this? And obviously, I, I can't point to like it's free to get into. I think there's probably concessions that you make from that. Other than that, though, I would I would pose the question to you. How would they make money at the national trade night if you don't have to pay to get in? I think it's concession. There's no, there's no in, signers, so yeah, it must just be concessions. And also, like maybe the advertisers themselves, oh. like, hey, you know what? We are so this year. We're upping the cost to advertise with this event, but we're also going to let you know that hey, we're putting restrictions on all surrounding yeah, this hotels. This will be the exclusive event. That's the only thing I can really think I of guess. as to how this really benefits them overall. I'd really question whoever's sponsoring this. By the way, if you're going to pay money to advertise this thing, yeah, it's a bunch of people sitting on a floor in a hotel lobby. <laughs> oh, a ballroom lobby. This I am. This is the type of like high-handed crap. I just, I, I just am getting sick of. Yeah, I, I do. 
I, yeah, I honestly, I just like everything now in the hobby has got to be super official. Like some of the other stuff too. If you go to the official NC, what is it? National Sports uh, NC, NSCC. NSCC. It's like the center stage, live shows, panel discussions, Q and A. The center stage is a paid promotion for whoever wants to go on the center stage. Let's yeah. just call it what it is. We've been on there a few times. I would never ever do anything on there again. Every one of these things now is like has somebody's name on it. Like what? What do we have to? So it's, it's the Mike Burkus center stage. Oh, does Mike need his name on this? <laughs> what, what What is Mike going to do? Is he going to be up there doing anything? Um, I just there are certain institutions in this hobby. It, I, t- let me put it this way: fanatics, in a lot of ways, scares the crap out of me coming in, ruining just totally just just devastating um, traditional distribution. Okay, terrifies me. Uh, going direct to consumer with different things terrifies me. You know, some certain quality control issues. I have I have concerns about a lot of these things, right? So some new things, I'm like, I don't know that this is better. Time will tell. But this is one of those, I'm going to be honest with you. And, and we hear a lot of other networks talk about, you know, like the good old boys network. Mm-hmm. That is no more true than with the national, just to be clear. It's a bunch of old dudes who get together and hang out and decide how much money they're going to make and throw a card show. By the way, I like the one guy. I forget the I text you his name, or you texted me the picture. That one guy we talked to at the Mint. I, oh, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Um, uh, from Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe. We had a great conversation. Yeah, great. So that actually that so that transitions to another part. Well, of hang the, on. Let this, me finish. Let me finish this. Okay, this okay, room. okay. But this type of stuff, blow it up. I'm, yeah. I'm actually thrilled. Fanatics is coming in. Good for this whole Fanatics events thing. Oh, it's going to be like Comic Con. It's going to be this. So what? There's going to be a billion other just regular card shows. If the massive events happening a couple times a year mm-hmm. are going to be done by another group and they're going to do stuff for the collector and for the hobby, yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I love going to the National, but I do. I see stuff like this, and I'm like, this is literally just a way to let you know who's in charge and who's running the show, and that's it. And I just, I, I don't have a lot of use for it anymore. It irritates me. So after doing a little research on this topic, it kind of led us uh, led me down a path of, well, who's all really in charge of these things? How does this all work? And that's where I posed that question of like, did you even know there was a board of directors? Because if you try and find anything about the national board of directors, I challenge you to go out there and find any real detail. I can't find anything to, I got to the point where I clicked on every link on their website. I went and Googled it. I just went ahead and emailed them directly. I was just like, Hey, could I get a list of the members of the board? Cause I would like to know because what I was finding was as I found like the, say the executive director of the board, the executive director just so happened, at least up to this year has been uh Brogy, uh, his name. What is his name? His name is John Brogy. He is part of SMI LLC. If that name doesn't mean anything to you, it, it may, maybe should because he and uh, Mike Burkus slash his son, Dan Burkus have been the ones who have been putting on the national essentially since like 2005. They are the marketing group that have headed up, head taken heat of heated up. Heated thank up. you. Uh, but taken it just heat so of. happens they're also, or at least he is the executive director of the national. It seems like there's a really uh, some collusion, I guess I'm you would you, say. This is literally the 1950s unions working with the mafia here that's it kind of feels it's like hey because the national exactly you think of the national board of directors is like oh we're you know do-gooders we're here to help with the hobby we're just some nice people trying to do what's right but when in fact it just sounds like they are the companies that are standing to make the money and they're the decision makers who are only going to choose themselves to do the things that are going to make them money on future events i have no issue by the way with i hope every one of them involved with this thing 
gets absolutely rich off the event. I have no problem with people making money. Sure. But when you start stomping on all these other little shows because it's all about your show, who is that benefiting? Well, so, nobody. Nobody benefits from that except for those. Guys. That's that's what irritates me here. So as I look into that even further, uh, you start seeing little things where it's like, how is this really that beneficial to the hobby? Like one thing was, uh, I think last year they made a new rule where you couldn't get more than two booths or two table spaces or something if you're a dealer at the show. However, if you had been going for uh, between like the years of 2016 and 19 or something, you were allowed to have four tables. So it's like they are purposely discounting the people that entered okay. the hobby okay from that. 2000 onward. I don't think that is okay because since the, what you're doing is you're saying the good old boy network is what we want to maintain more of them, less of the new stuff, which Again, maybe you like some of the old stuff, but at the same time, I don't think it's fair to say that they get priority over anybody new. Then the the point comes in too. all of this is a little moot because this is the last year that that SMI group, the Brogy and Burkus guys are going to be heading up the national. They've basically been pushed out in favor of this. The guy that Mike mentioned from Philly, Joe uh, Drelich, Brian Coppola, and Jim Ryan, they had, a, had up a group called the JBJ Corporation. Fun fact, they all own in their own individual sports collectible marketing agencies. They've, I like Joe, by the way. I, I actually like talking to him. They've joined together, and they are go now going to be the new guys heading up the national. And you're thinking, like, the, the comments in the article I read about it were basically just saying, hey, you know, as one of the members of the National Board of Directors were excited to bring on this new group. We're hoping that they can take us to new places and do new things for the National to bring in more people. And what we found yesterday was the Atlantic City. So we already know that this year's National is in Chicago. Next year's in Cleveland. Then one after that is in Chicago. This, Cleveland's the best, by the way. This apparently be has been voted on, and that's the yep. typical how Three they years do it out. is. They will vote at the national where these events will be in the, apparently the dealers are the ones who vote and make that choice. Well, the fact that there's new management coming in, maybe that's changing because Atlantic city yesterday put on their, uh, I guess itinerary of, you know, people coming to the town, holding like big city, events, the city planning itinerary. Yeah. Yep. So it said that the national was coming back there in 2026. However, very interestingly, that is removed today. There are screenshots of both it on there yesterday and then it That's getting updated Neo, today. Right? Yeah, Neo, Neo reached out and comics. let us know about that little por portion of it. So it's like, oh, really? So we do have new management, but they're really just doing the same thing that they've always done. They, He also said, like, they're probably going back to Atlantic City because it was free to get into. They let them stay for free because there's going to be so much other money that let comes them, from them. Let them use, use the convention, convention center. center for free. But, so, but hang on. I thought, see. Right. To your Go point, ahead. though, I thought we said dealers voted on this. Not a single exactly. dealer How in the you world. Vote on that? Not a single dealer in the world's voting. There were two dealers mugged last year in Atlantic City. There's not no to mention people like getting to assaulted. Back no. Well, there may be. OK, there could be a handful. But obviously, I think the majority said they would prefer not to go back. However, it sounds like what would be best for the company that's putting it on would be to go back to Atlantic best City. Case scenario. Is some sort of a tsunami, earthquake, whatever, and just a perfectly clear line just totally <laughs> detaches that 
honestly, it could be all. I'm not trying to be me. It could be all of Jersey. I don't. I wouldn't <laughs> hate it. it. Just guys just, in New Jersey. He doesn't mean that. Just, just let it. Float he's got a away. lot of emotion going. I just. But I, bottom yeah. line is, it sounds like you just got another network of similar guys taking over to fill in these other ones that just moved out. It does. All of this bottom line takes me to the point of I think Fanatics events, maybe it is time for this. Maybe it is good because when you pull the curtain back, it does feel more. It's always had like this appeal because it's like, oh, it's your best friend or your uh, your dad or your uncle that's going to this thing. It feels like, you know, these people. But when in reality, it's just these little corporations that are just trying to make as much money as possible, or at least that's what it is seeming like going forward yeah and and just to be totally clear i don't care about the money my only issue is well, when not that's the at main the, focus not only. at the detriment of the people exactly going. like dude we used to i know you didn't go to the, the trade shows with me but like every year me and most people i know are like me we go to 10 different things i'll go to the to the official trade night i'll go to five other smaller ones it's like that's what you're there for it's like a it's like the carnival over the whole that whole eight block like radius and it's awesome why, why does that have to be changed? Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm so, not. I'm not a fan. I, I'm here. And and by the way, I said this to Jesse. We didn't have time to reach out. If I think the the president is Al Al something oh, Al Borland. Is Dur- that it? Uh, Al Durso is his name. Yeah. Al Durso, Joe. Like I said, I spoke to that guy Joe in Vegas. I I actually liked what he was saying about some things moving forward that National was going to do. If any of those people hear this and want to come on and talk about it, respond. We've taken some shots here because I do think it's it, there's some crap involved here. You're more than welcome to let me know. Reach out by email, you know, sportscardsnonsense at gmail.com. I mean it. Like I would rather hear it from the horse's mouth and hear the reasoning behind this. But it does seem a lot like just, hey, let's scratch our backs and scratch our other companies. And these ones we're associated with. It's like a real union situation back in the day. It does feel like that. For you sure. know what? I am bringing Papa Gio with you me know, now. Someone, that's it. I've decided. Oh, it was Neo. Neo, uh, uh, who got us that information about Atlantic City. He did put out a video yesterday just saying, and I kind of agreed with it. And others in the comment section did, too, that it doesn't feel like there's as much hype, as much buzz around it. There's, like people just don't seem as excited for the national this year. And it may be because of the card market. But the other part is it doesn't seem like there's been a big push, a big marketing push to it. And I started thinking, too, the guys who are part of the marketing group, the guys who made any money on uh, this setting this up, they've essentially made their money. They got their money from corporate sponsors. They got money from people coming in. They don't really have any reason to push because they know they are getting pushed out as of the end of the show. So that is just another one of those things that if someone from the events, any of the SMI, JPJ, the National Board of Directors, any of these guys, we'd welcome you to come on and clarify any of these points. I would disagree. I think the buzz is just as much this year as I've felt in the past. Okay. Well, there's obviously others that feel differently. But sure. Yeah. What would you get rid of in the hobby? That was the post that we put up on social media yesterday. Actually, we put it in a more positive light. It was, you can only keep one of these was how it was listed. And we asked you guys to tell us what you would keep. The options were all relics are game worn. The next one, no more redemptions. Next, products release on time. Lastly, cards are not damaged out of the box. I really Which one do I want to see? Yeah, which... I want to see no more redemptions. You can only keep one of those options. Well, no more redemptions is something we could keep. That's a change. Like, which one of these things do I want to see happen? Yeah, that's exactly... Okay. Yeah, that's Uh, what I mean. I don't want to see redemptions. I don't want to keep that. I want to make that a new thing. No more redemptions, I think, would be awesome. I hate redemptions. 
It's it makes confusing it, me on how you the word. Well, you say keep, like what? Well, well you, like it's just of those four options, you can keep one of those options. It's not saying the thing is something kept as if it's already there. That's okay. Yeah, I just think it's confusing. Which one of these options do I want to see? Which would I select? Why do which you, is the I most just, appealing? Like, why did you have to make a shot at it? Because the person who created it, and we don't have to do that. Well, let's just go forward. You don't no want no more redemptions. Okay. Uh, the, the product release thing is really not that big of a deal. Like that happens every year, but it kind of is consistent through the year. So it's like, even if something's pushed, I don't know. I, I've never found that to be a real big issue. I think the only thing with that is we've talked about it so many times where it doesn't seem like it's a real option to get, if you want product to come out on time, really like to get products releasing on time, option C and option B, no more redemptions. I don't know if you can have both of those things. Correct. It's not a real, this is a fantasy world. Sure, sure. But in my, in my fantasy world, I'm the, oh, I already said that office line last week. I don't want to use it again. We're recycling <laughs> stuff at this point. Um, okay. I would have no redemptions, but yeah, realistically, certain people don't sign. I'd rather have a Mike Trout redemption in Stadium Club Chrome where I hit that Beam Team auto of his. I'd rather have that be a redemption and get it two months later than Trout not have autographs in the product. I would say I don't want to have products held up because guys haven't signed live. I think the biggest answer or the biggest response is either no more redemptions or option A, all relics are game worn. Which I like that. I've always thought that was overstated. I'd never have cared. It's a one by one inch piece of cloth. Yeah. I just want it to look other. By the way, I know I'm in the vast minority here. It's a chunk of a jersey on a piece of cardboard. I just want it to look cool. My thinking is like there's That's they it. wear so many jerseys. Would it really be that hard to actually have any of those jerseys that they've worn at some point? I don't know. Just get, like you well, can it's go about out and licensing. buy one. That's the issue. Well, I mean, like, you can go out and buy a jersey right now, right? Like, does it matter that it was game-worn or not? Like, as far as, does it matter to the people putting it in the card as far as licensing goes? Is that something that I'm, I'm not understanding? Like, couldn't you just go buy a jersey and put it in there? I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. Ask Chris. Chris is here. Chris is here. All Talk right. to Chris well, about it. I don't have anything. The, I have nothing to say. <laughs> that brings us to our <laughs> guest, Chris McGill from Card Ladder. Chris. Taking a drink mid-introduction, that's my bad. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Doing well, and uh, whatever Mike said is correct. Why would you? Thank you. Chris, would you rather have a four-color, awesome, nice-looking patch that has cut off something of a replica Nike jersey or a one-slash-two-color piece off a game-worn jersey? Yeah, this is actually a great question. Thank you. And... You didn't come I, up with the question. I'm glad Chris is here. I <laughs> you was didn't on the come fence. up with the question. No, you he can't can say stay. thank you. Jesse, you're done here. This is a great question. And I'm going to give an unpopular answer, which agree. is I would, I would rather have the patch that looks awesome. Correct. Okay. That's the correct answer. It is a piece of cloth inside a piece of cardboard. I just want to look cool. Why was it that? <laughs> nice, Here's the nice. real question is, why does it have to be a one that doesn't look cool and one that does look cool? That was never the point. It was the point was game worn or not game worn. Because you could technically, if you're getting, it doesn't matter if it's game worn or not. You could still put the same cool piece of that jersey in there. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Maybe. I yeah. Should. That's what you get. That's what you get. Hey, Chris from Card Ladder, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Been today. here for like five minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Jesse, that's called fighting the hypothetical, by the way. You don't you don't get to rewrite the hypo. You Thank have to you. go with the question as presented. Done. Uh, he's pointing that out to you. You, you did Jesse. not have the question. 
<laughs> I can't. I can't. All right. Um, we we're gonna do a market update, but did you want to throw down your gun? Oh God. I choked because of my excitement Is for the, the question. <laughs> Was that the heart? No, the heart's okay for now. Do we um, have any aspirin in here? Because there's happens. no baby aspirin. I was gonna say, you I, all I have are these Big Mac sauces. Next to I'm gonna just, I'm just, just gonna down a big. Dude, when big the EMT sauce. gets here, like, what's going on? I was like, he had a heart attack. Like, no, he has eight pounds of sauce in his mouth. I'm just over there dumping your freaking collection. Anyway, he'll wash it down with Alpha Brain. Dude, he'll pop right back to life. Did you want to throw down your gauntlet for? Uh, I think Mr. I located McGill. a gym here, Chris. I think I've got a gym. Okay. Um, I did hear this from Tim. So are we doing this? Here's here's the thing. John Wee, sweet kid. <laughs> yeah. Center stage, John Wee. Yeah, he go, he Great sends guy. me he sends me this this center in, in uh, Chicago. It's like seven minutes away. This one is indoors, eight minutes from the convention center. He sends me the link. Yeah. I said, I'd be game. He says, I'm down if you want to team up. I'll get to that later. Okay. But I don't have a megaphone to organize it. Here's my resume from Monday night's game. The most, it is literally, by the way, a stat line of the entire team. Shooting percentage, attempts, those made, three th- uh, free throws, three-point shooting, points scored, all this stuff. John scored 40 out of the 84 points. I said, here's my resume from Atlantic City. 1-0 and versus John the Giant Wee. <laughs> you, you do know you read this on last week's show, though, right? I don't care. Okay, fine. That's He's fair. pulling a cake. He, oh, John was messaging me about this as well. He's clearly been in the gym. He wants to dominate. He's trying to make up for last year. He messaged me a highlight reel, a film highlight reel of him playing. And it's not just him scoring or putting moves on people. He sent me a highlight reel of him passing. And he said, I'm the Jokic Jokic of the hobby. The Asian Jokic. Can can I ask both of you, does he play well, like in your opinions? Yeah, he's good. He's, I mean, he's he is tall. Good. I don't know. He's I think he's. Tall. I think he's okay for somebody who's literally a foot. He's six seven. Can we say that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, for somebody who's a foot taller than me, there's no reason I should be dominating you in the lane when I'm driving to the basket. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> that's on tape last year. I, that's why I'm hesitant. Right. I have to take into account the spineless move he's making of coming over and joining the team you couldn't beat. Okay, that's right out of Durant's playbook. I have to take into account. I have to take into account the fact that last year he was soft. I'm glad he's hitting the gym. Sure, makes me a little nervous. Yep. Yeah, you know, these are things I have to take into account. Okay, well, I want dogs on my team. It sounds like Tim's if, out there with half a cigarette in his mouth, but he's a dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about it. He's a pit bull now, Chris. Who who would be playing on your team? It's a card letter three. It is all three. Okay, yeah, we could just we could just run it back the same team we had last year. Okay, there well, you go. Well, not the same. You got to go with your ending team. You, your brother, and Josh. We don't need. To, yep. That's yeah. Fun. There's no reason for the. I don't even remember his real name. What's the Oh, what's the kid's name? Are you going to insult somebody? South. Yeah, there is. I mean, put it this way. The kid laid down a gauntlet of how great he was one-on-one. At 7 nothing. he walked off the court. I just, (laughs) Josh, however, can play. Anyways, this this is of no meaning to the audience or consequence. Well, if you're going to be at the National, just uh, tune in. There may be a game somewhere. I'm going to find out what we can do here. The De Plains Park District Administrative and Leisure Center. Guys, if you work there, give us a call. All Why right. don't we call him right now? No, no, God, we just made the point that no one cares, and you wanted to extend it even more. All okay. right, Chris, card ladder. What's the story yeah. with the indexes? Because to me, all I'm seeing is Pokemon is dominating, and I do not hate that. But I would like to hear uh, what I may be missing or other uh, tidbits of good information. Well, you know, I always come prepared with my own agenda to push. Do it, and Do you have a game uh, that will be no. Di- that will be no different this time. Okay, so. 
two things. All right. The second thing I have is a category index game. Yes. So that'll be fun. Yes. All right. But and that'll be but before we do that, I want my first point is I want to talk about the impact of the national on the online markets oh. for the months of July. Perfect. Right. Which we're in right now, which has the national in it versus the month of August. And the thing that made me think about this is that I'm trying to sell some cards on eBay right now, which I don't often sell cards. And it's just, they're not getting a lot of traction. And so I said to myself, is this because, you know, the market is down in general, or is this something that has to, is this part of a historical trend? Do things just not sell as much in July, maybe because the national is coming up and people are saving their money and then what happens to the market in August after the national? Okay. okay so I did, I did this by going to the industry tab and in card ladder and looking at total sales volume of the secondary markets for trading cards, which is the top graph you can see on that tab. And so here's what I did. I went back five years. So I went to 2018 and I said, what was the total sales volume for the secondary market in July versus August? Okay. And in 2018, there was a 9% increase from July to August. So a 9% increase in total sales volume on the secondary market, which is a big increase. In August. In, in what yes. year was this? Or is 2018. This an average? Okay, this is 2018. 2018. Okay, got it. So after it's the national, 20, things yep. jumped up. After the national, there was a big uptick, Okay, right? Okay, 2019, August was 11% higher than July. Wow. In 2019. In 2020, I didn't look at that because we didn't have a national okay. in 2020. In 2021, August was 23% higher Jeez. than July in total secondary market sales volume for trading cards. In 2022, last year, 38% higher. August's sales volume was 38% higher than July. So this Holy. made me feel better because if we're looking at a 20, 30, 40% increase in sales activity and sales volume in August versus July, it made me say, okay, I just need to be a little patient. I bet the online buying is going to pick up quite a bit after the national once that's over. So good, there's a little card letter data for you. This is a good thing. Dude, thank you very much. Cause that has actually been a topic of conversation in the mailbag for a number of weeks is like, Hey, should I, is, I'm not going to the national. I know a lot of guys aren't going to the national. Is there going to be a lot of really good buying opportunities online during that time? But obviously that's still, whether you're going or not, it just seems like the hobby has taken that as a pause and waiting until August to really push. It doesn't mean you couldn't find something, but obviously August is the the time to be making moves. It sounds like. Well, it's good to hear anyways, because that has always been like this, this line of thinking. Like, yeah, it's slow because people are holding their money. Like I am, like I haven't been buying like big things before the national, but I, I'm actually glad to hear that there is a data to back that up because I was curious because that is always the notion this time of year. Oh, 100 percent. OK. Um, all right. So there's that. Anything else before we get to the index game that you had for us? No, let's okay. go. Let's get to the game. All right. Let's Hang do on, this real thing. quick. I see outdoor courts. I don't see any indoor I courts here. Where to go? Nope. you're good, Chris. He's fine. He'll catch up. <laughs> Well, we do need an indoor court would be nice. It might be really hot. 
next week. Yeah, not, yeah. Well, this guy last year bailed after a game, so I don't blame him for wanting. <laughs> That's, That's what fine. And I need the indoor. Yeah, court, this guy guys. just it's about amazing. died. Okay, go ahead. Je- Jesse's getting upset. <laughs> okay, Jesse's right, literally right. getting ready to hit the, the dump here. button. <laughs> I think he muted. Here's the index. <laughs> I have ten categories for oh, you guys. Uh, Jesse, you already alluded to one of them, which was Pokemon. That's one of the ten. But I have ten categories, and all I want to do is have you guys each give a guess as to whether it's up or down over the last month. All right, up or down over the last month. First category, basketball. Up or down? Way down. Over Over the last month. Down Um, 16%. I think it's down, but I don't know if it's down that much. I'm going to say, well, no, I, I think it's down 20%. I think it's more, in fact. All right, Mike wins this round. Basketball is down, but it's only down 0.3%. No way. That's, that's a win. little. That's wow. A win. Well, Wemby. I didn't think about that. The Wemby market's been helping. That's okay. True. Okay. All right. Dang, All I right. Gone with my Next up, I have baseball. Up or down last month? Go ahead. I'll let you uh, go first. Down 6%. Up 4%. All right, Mike is pulling out to an early lead. Dang. Baseball is up. Uh, 0.03%. Just, a, just a touch, but it's up. Okay. All right. All right. This would be the first time you've won one of these, I think. I, I think I've, I've never lost. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Third category is football. Oh, uh, football has got to be up. I'm going to say up. Ooh, I'm going to say up 7%. Up 1%. Football is down 5.1%. No point, though. 3-0, Mike. You said we, no. I right, last time we didn't count it. If you didn't get it up or down, you have to get at least up okay, or down. Okay. Just to be real clear, severe oh, yeah. thunderstorm warning, destructive eighty mile an hour winds. Take shelter. I just got that alert too. All right, Chris. Let's you keep this game. Yeah, All right, Chris. Let's keep next going. question: Who yep. dies in a windstorm first? <laughs> oh, Mike or Can, I mean, honestly, <laughs> let's show. let's be real. Well, here's if a good question. Show, it's be you. To your to your credit, though, you're anchored down a little bit more than me. Those, you, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm, I'm winning. Yes, yeah, yes, you yes, are okay. dead. Absolutely. Yep, okay. That's fair. Okay. All right. Can, yeah. Guys, continue. If this is your last show ever, I just want to say you had a great run. Thank you. All right. Solid. Yeah. It's not bad. Category: Hockey. Up or down over the last month? Is there a don't care option? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to go down, gonna... down 2%. Uh, I'm going to say up 1%. Jesse wins this one Finally. up 0.93%. I'm happy that for you. It was getting really embarrassing. It feels really, really good. All right. I was And I was almost dead right, too. Wow. All right. <laughs> the fifth category here, as we're uh, almost halfway through, okay. the fifth category is wrestling. Up or down over the last month? Wrestling cards. I think wrestling is actually up. I'm going to say up like, mm, I'm going to call it 2%. Down 2%. I don't know. Up 0.67%. Yeah, it feels so good. Th- th- are we, we're 2 we're to 2 now because we tied football. up. I guess. So yep. right now What's going on with two? wrestling that it's up, by the way? Like what's happening a, with wrestling? I don't know, it's man. Just a market. That's it's a grow, It's a growing market. I honestly, I think it's people coming into it because I haven't seen any real cards that have been dominating that space or new products that have come out in that space. So, yeah. Well, and then, you know, year to date, the index that's up the most of any of the roughly 30 card letter indexes wrestling. is wrestling. It's up 17% yeah, year this. to date. I don't understand what's happening. I, there's a growing market. Think about it. Like Think about the type of people spandex? that like wrestling and then the type of people that like cards. I think there's definitely an overlap. 
I mean, there's those sweatpants in, in both those scenarios. The fact that Panini started making so much more wrestling, official WWE wrestling product, yes. I think has totally. really pushed that side of the market and gotten new people and more interest there. So right. that's I mean, absolutely I mean, you're, that's a great point. You're apparently right. I don't, the numbers don't lie. Just, it's weird to me. I don't ever hear anybody talk about wrestling. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so it's tied up? Tied up. Two to two with a tie. All right. Racing, which which is mostly F one cards in our index, racing up or down over the last down points, down point zero six four. Ooh, I think it's. I'm gonna just go down point six four. Excuse me. I'm gonna say down one percent. So Mike says zero point six four, and Jesse says one. That's right. Playing the smart game. It's down one point six seven percent. So Jesse won. Did I win? Don't use until the aspirin gets still have here. Four more until the aspirin gets here. Last month, I did on Pokemon. Up. Last month, always up, always up three hundred ninety eight percent. Up up <laughs> up two point one percent. Ooh, that's a All good right. guess. I'm gonna say up four percent. Oh, Jesse, four point eight six percent. You see him? You right, see his eyes glitter? Is, I knew you won. This that is one. Uh, come on, it's four Pokemon. to two now. The Mike's road is on. Have to make a comeback the here. Road is on. All right, Magic the Gathering cards. Magic, last month, up oh, or down? Uh, I'm going to say, I don't know. I'll just down. say the opposite of what you say. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to say down 2%. Up 1%. Down 2.27%. This is getting incredible. Um, <laughs> Look at how happy you are. What's Jesse, that? You, people may, may, people may no, say... No, I do not want to see that computer screen. People may say that I <laughs> don't know anything about what I'm talking about. Maybe I don't know a lot about sports, but I know a little bit about the hobby, okay? No, you've got right. racing and magic on lock. I agree. <laughs> Shut up, God. <laughs> last two, last two. Soccer, soccer cards. Last down three percent. Oh, soccer. Yeah, I, that that seems down five percent. No, I went. down four point one seven percent. That's you. Closer. Oh. Yep, he was closer. He did. Yeah, he's yeah. closer. All okay. right. Wow. And then last category, UFC. UFC cards last down three percent. Oh, I don't know. With wrestling being, I'm gonna say up one percent. Down sixteen percent. Wow, Mike that's a big it all. Wow. And a home big run win. in the ninth inning. Well, you, you, you really Walk tried. Off. You tried Who well. Who won? I don't know. You, Chris. Do we have a winner? Uh, looks like it was about a tie, boys. About a tie. I think I won that. I think I won that handsomely. Chris McGill from Card Letter, as always, absolute pleasure. If you guys are interested in getting any of the data that they put out there, it's by far the best in the industry. Uh, you can get a discount by using the link on the sportscardsnonsense.com card services page. Go there. You'll find the Card Letter link and get yourself a nice, hefty discount. Again, thank you so much, Chris. We really appreciate you coming I on. I had questions. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Chris, we'll see you next week. We had plenty of time for questions. We were playing a game, and I was trying to set up a basketball game. Oh, do you have do you have an actual question? I have an actual question before we let you go, Chris. Okay. My theory yeah. is that the National this year is going to be a good time to buy. I'm not talking about flippable cards, buying, selling. I will do that also, but I'm not advising that. But I have been focusing lately on PC stuff again. Griffey, Brady, Bird. Those are my big three. I am of the mindset that even if we are not at the absolute bottom right now, we are close enough where if I can find decent deals on PC stuff, I'm buying it in Chicago. Because I'm just like, well, hey, I just don't think we're going to drop in a, a huge amount. And even if we do, it'll be the rebound will come fairly quick where I won't be upside down. I am curious to your overall thoughts for the collectors out there. Take aside the resale, the flippers, everything else. 
just for guys yep. going for PC stuff, what is? and you're a PC guy, I mean, big-time collector, what is your view as a collector going into the National with buying opportunities this year? I love it, especially for those three. Um, right now, I'm nervous about active players and the flood of supply that's going to be coming uh, over the next few years. I'm, I'm a little worried about it. But, you know, there will be a few winners, but I think it's going to be tough. Like, one of the players I collect is Luca, and every year, like, a thousand new Luca cards come out. And when he was just in the league for a year or two, it was great. But now that we're coming into year six, it's like, oh, my God, there's going to be all these new cards that I want to buy. And that just kind of dilutes the market. But for retired players and goats, and you said Bird, Brady, and Griffey. Those are my three. I mean, I don't think, um, from a collector point of view, if you come into, you know, one of those grail type of cards for your PC from those guys, sure, the market's been volatile. It's tough to call a bottom. It's tough to call a top. But I, you know, what's going to change uh, in the, you know, they're they're not going to have a bunch of new cards coming out. Yeah. Those guys. That's where I'm so at with I, it. I, I would say, man, if I was looking for, like, if I'm like Michael Jordan's one of my main PCs. He is my main PC. If a Jordan Grail comes up, man, I'm going for it. I'm I'm going for so it. So you're is optimistic of that as well. I am. Nice. I like that. You guys need a goat index. All like the all time greats on there. I like that. I'm writing that down, Jesse. <sighs> Guys, if you see it on there. She is writing it down. I thought he was just saying that. <laughs> it, well, actually, all he did was click Chris a pen. Chris got a new hoodie and this then week, too, by the way. Around. Lake Geneva, I noticed Thank on there. Brought it, I needed a new color scheme for you guys. Is that green? Dark green. You that should put green. my shorts on. He is really mixing it up here. I like this. All yeah. right, now we're done. Now we're right. done. That's oh, fair you enough. know what? I, t- I will oh, say, <laughs> we got to put some free card ladder memberships from his end and some wax from my end for the game for this basketball game. Who are the winners? I think the winners are the ones who get to go to the national and don't watch you we're sweat also, all over yourself. We're also playing best of three this year. Uh, yeah, that's it. We're done. I know Jesse's okay, getting upset. Fair. I can tell. I'm he not is upset. Checked out. You made the comment. No one cares. I just don't want to alienate the audience. This isn't like a big setup for Jesse to come in as the ringer, that's what, right? That's and just what dominate this is. everybody. Him working at this network. Out. Him working at this network is closest to a ringer he will ever be in his life. I will tell you that. If we had like Pokemon <laughs> trivia, fine, but no. I don't need Jigglypuff out there trying to play in the paint against John dude. Wayne. That's a he's a talented lizard. At what do you him, mean, dude? Audience. JG Mafia. Giggly you know you know who you are. Jigglypuff. I got it right. Attack. All right, thank you so much, Chris. It was an absolute cool. pleasure. Right. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks, guys. See you, man. See you next week. All right, bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold, slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven, and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1-7-25. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax. 
participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I'm excited. I'm calling this place. Man, I wish I would call them live. (laughs) Why would we call them live? I think you would love if your entire life was just recorded at all times. You, I, I look at podcasts that are unbelievably successful across all genres. Okay. It's guys who are just talking about their day-to-day life. Well, don't get me wrong. You I'm, know I'm, I love when we talk about nonsense heavily, but it just doesn't seem the audience seems to appreciate it as much. Here is the biggest news from me, from Go. The National. Go. This is a serious card note. Uh, SGC, uh, Peter did not respond to my text. I don't care for that. Okay. Not sure if you're looking to get dropped <laughs> as a sponsor, but I'm telling you right now. Yeah, okay. Um, you need to. We'll talk. Yeah, back down a little bit there, bro. Yeah, no. Yeah. They announced they are doing on-site grading. I have said for a while now I would like to get, but I want to do a video walkthrough. I've got my ni- my BGS 95 Jordan. Mm-hmm. I want that graded card reviewed for some live content. Like, I would like to see how they do it with a card like that and if it will cross. Because that card is worth, I would say, tens of thousands more as an SGC 10 than it is as a BGS 9.5. I would love to see the process behind that. That's one thing we never get to see actual grading of cards from the big three. Sure. If they are up for it, though, yeah. I would bring... Now, granted, if you're not going to go 10, I'm okay with that. If you're like, hey, this is going to be a 9.5, that's why it's called a graded card review. They review sure. it in the holder it's in. Um, I would I would put up the Jordan. I have a couple Brady's I would put up. There's a Brady 9 that I've subbed three times with BGS. It comes back a 9 every time. I see nothing wrong with the card. I think it's a 10 all day. Do they I, not say? I mean, there's obviously the subgrades, though, right? What it's is a the, surface, which I, oh, again, I, or, or it might even be corner. Either way, it's a Brady okay. SP authentic. But I'm going to bring some really big cards out of the big for me, by the way. I don't want to talk about these seven figure card idiots. Uh, some no cards that are assuming you're saying seven figure cards. Well, I just mean people, oh, big cards. Well, I've got this card. I'm saying big cards for me. I'm going to bring a few. I think big cards for you are big cards for. I want to see people. if these guys, though, would if somebody if Peter or Brian or one of the SGC guys like, hey, we can set this up. Yeah, I will bring them. If not, I don't want to bring them just to have them. I don't want the liability. But if they would do that and let us record it, and like actually do a walkthrough. Sure. I think that would be amazing. And I want to see it. But either way, SGC onsite grading only 35 bucks a card. You get it back. End of show. Evan, if you hear this, let me know. Yeah, um, Evan's your guy. I'm a Brian guy. And then yeah. Pete, Pete just kind of rules just, over the entire yeah, domain. Everybody. Um, two other things real quick. So Columbia Hobby, we've been working with them for a long time. Uh, Steve is putting up, again, the nonsense discount. If you guys are looking for any kind of supplies, hobby supplies, ColumbiaHobby.com. If you use nonsense, you get 10% off everything on the just site. dropped 1200 bucks on top loaders. I hope you use the 10% discount there, bro. Save I, $120. I tried to use it. Math. <laughs> tried to get yep. around. Uh, oh, and this is just on a, uh, I, I'm just trying to help a fellow listener out. So uh, Russ Vogel song, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Russ. I know Russ. I've yeah. Russ for years. So he is looking for something for his wife. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, 
hope his wife doesn't listen to this because it's probably a spoiler. Is his wife really named Dina? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. How do you know that? Because I've met these people in person. Oh, Russ have was you a really? customer of mine years ago. Oh. I, I will never forgive Russ, though. What? I pulled a Brady one of five flawless auto <laughs> okay. years ago. Yeah. I was like, dude, let me buy this. I don't want, I, I've only ever pulled three or four Brady autos. I've bought every one of them. Because oh, I just wow. say it was cool to me. I pulled it. Sure. He's like, well, let me see what it does. He went out, got it. He's like, oh, I got to get it. He got it, got it graded. Yeah. I went out and bought the same card. I don't remember that. I went out and bought it graded. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we ever traded though. Cause I was like, dude, it's the exact same card now. Mine's graded. I want that one. Yeah. It's the same thing. I want the one I, I pulled. And you don't know if you did. Russ, if we ever, if we never completed that, tra- oh, I sold it. Oh, <laughs> that's not true. I think I might still have it in the safety deposit box. You know what I forgot to do? Bring you that ADD medicine today. That's no, my did, fault. You teased it. That is my you teased fault. It. My point though I'll, is Russ. I'll have plenty for the show. We don't mind helping on your wife. But if you're not going to help me out, then <laughs> I, honestly, I'm rooting against them. To parents. be fair, I haven't even <laughs> tried to help him yet. I okay, haven't good. had a chance. But you're doing point, it. That was a great story. Appreciate that. I now, want that card. <laughs> he is looking for this card for his wife. It is a, um, it's from the the movie, uh, A Christmas Story with uh, the Ralphie Parker, I guess is the a character's nerd name. With the Peter Billingsley. It's a, and it looks like it has an actual piece of memorabilia from the show Tinsel? on it. Um He's asking for anybody, if you have any kind of knowledge of this card, not a Leaf Pop Century version of this card, but uh, I guess it's an older version. It doesn't have the year, but it's a green background in his character right on the front in pajamas. If you find it, he's looking for it. You can either hit me up or hit up uh, him on the Facebook group. What there are you, you like Casey Kasem taking requests? What's going on? It here? was just like, I've, I it's literally like call in so, flea market. So this was like the last resort because <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me ask. This guy who's really big into non-sports cards, he directed me to another guy. That guy directed me to another guy. After all these guys and a, gr- a so- totally separate group that's all non-sports cards, nobody can find this card. And I'm like, you know what? I'll put out the call on the, the podcast, see if I can help the guy out. So there you go. If you find the card, I want you to sell it to me. <laughs> I will then present it to know. Russ if, if he <laughs> trades me that Brady. That's hey, anybody else have anything they need? Anybody looking for a used car? Just call in. We'll find what you need. There you go. You, you, right. Have you ever heard those the flea market, the live flea market call-in shows in Massachusetts? Oh. In Maine, they're huge. They might be down here too. Oh, you're Jack. Wasn't he uh, like playing some call, of that? They'll call it like, all right, this is Mike from Haverhill. Uh, I got a and a lot of times it's like stuff for sale. Here's what I have, here's what I want. So I got a pair of size nine bower skates, and I am looking for a Tiger Woods driver. Oh my god. And the I host would just love sits that. there the whole time. Oh, it's it's oh, I wonder. Wow. Wow. Those are still on because it's phenomenal. I can it's some of the show. crap. <laughs> like I got some lightly worn sweaters, uh, but I am looking for a pack of mobs. And it's like, what is going? Why are you? Why are you calling the show? Oh, that and Car Talk was oh, the other good one. Oh, I love Car Talk. Car My Talk dad introduced thing. me to that. We listen to that all the time. Um, Let's get them, book them, get them on the show. I don't. I think one of them passed away. And one of them still alive. Okay. So all right. We're That's, batting five hundred. Oh, Jay Gersh for mailbag. First question off the bat. He says, "Hey guys, what's up with Tom Brady not having a two thousand and one Bowman Chrome card? He was a nobody." Uh, yeah. That, I mean, is that the bottom line, dude? He, that's why he doesn't have a ton of prominent rookie cards. Uh, he didn't. He just he wasn't. Was where was he picked in the draft? Sixth. Sixth. Two hundred six round. Six round. Yeah. Uh, what was he? Two. Oh, man. It was way down the line. Not a lot I, I of love I think his for him. first Chrome card is 2002 Topps Chrome. I think that's everyone's hope is like they get that guy in a pack who's worth nothing today. Yeah, 2002 Topps Chrome, by the way. Yeah, I, I bought Brady cards. Like I've always told the story from Russ. Like I was literally at the show with him. Uh, what, 2000? 
well, 2000 or 2001 before they started playing. Yeah. It was like quarters. Literally bought him for a quarter. I bought the upper deck and the upper deck encore rookie. If you had a time machine, is that where you would go? We've already played that game before. Michael C. and from Mike, hoping you can touch on Topps Chrome this week. Oh, we I was going to try, Mike, but I'm sorry, Mike. Ruling the roost over there. We're going to talk a lot about it. Will Robertson wants to know. Hey, I do want to make one quick note and then I'll leave everything else Topps Chrome alone. One thing to keep in mind this week. Hobby only has one auto, not two. Jumbo is only three as opposed to five in past years. So be aware of that. Smaller checklist, best checklist Topscom has ever had, but the auto correlation has changed. And then there's also Breaker's Delight, which I believe is five autos and just a few base, if any. It's like an HTA type version. Oh, okay. Anyways, cool. we'll get into that very specifically though. Monday, because it's a huge release. So, uh, actually, Will Robinson, we are kind of already re- addressed that. Well, he wants to know chances that Fanatics Events does a competing event in a better location, and the National is dead in a couple of years because he points out the here's AC a, thing in 2026. Thing. There's room for both, but yeah, if you're telling me I can go to Nashville, Tennessee, for Fanatics Events, by the way, you should be doing it here. I don't understand why no one does, or I could go to to Atlantic City. I'm good. Oh, for yeah. sure. So a lot of it will depend on location. No question. Uh, Andrew Lee, Otani Bowman Chrome rookie PSA 10 has jumped from 400 to $1,200 in just a couple months. Sell or rebuy later. Oh, I'm sorry. Sell and rebuy later or diamond hands. I don't even know what that means. I was going. I've no felt, clue. I would sell it. I've though. heard people say diamond hands. Really? Yeah. But the I thought Colossus. It, does he say that? I thought it referred to something with breaking. So no, oh, I, I don't know. I would sell it immediately. If it's jumped that much, plus we're getting to the second half of the season and not making the playoffs. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd sell them. Eric Young, it'll be my first time going to the National. Could you maybe discuss something uh, to look for, experience, expectations? I'm only going for one day on Saturday. I'll also only be going for PC pickups. Uh, it's going to be overwhelming. There's going to be a ton of people. Don't think you have to go over the entire place uh, the whole time. If you see something you like, stay focused on it and maybe you can you know do well in that area but i think if you try and see everything you're like well i can't you know buckle down and just buy this from one guy unless i see every option out there i think you're going to become overwhelmed and lose something so uh, my favorite question of the week by the way john boren most overrated underrated things at the national despite my vigor and vim at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. the most overrated thing at the national are the trade shows <laughs> They always have been, by the way. It's not a shot. The trade nights. Yeah, the trade nights. I'll yeah. be honest. It's it's just this crazy rush of people sitting around. You don't get anything done. Okay. I have always thought they're very overrated. They're kind of fun. But and a lot I of people like think, the community. You get sure. to meet new people. All Underrated kind of things to do, though. Yeah. The All the other little small events. Like a bunch of guys will host little dinners or have little get-togethers or little things like that. Oh, okay. The in-person experience is super underrated. Like I know people say that, but it really is. Like it's well, that's, that's where you really actually ma- you know, meet up with people. I don't think the average guy's getting invited to little dinners like we are. That's true. So I think like that's where they're going to these trade nights at these little hotels and so stuff even that, for that community. Yeah, so. smaller events. Uh, the other underrated thing. It's just like every year this happens, there's going to be 50 tables at least that look like a flea market was hit by a tornado. <laughs> you can always find some cool crap, though. Like yeah. I think underrated or looking at the super disorganized, just ridic- like two years ago, that guy who was set up next to us, same thing, like a flea market, came over and was like, hey, I got this box of vintage football. Uh, you oh, want to buy I bought yeah. it for 150 bucks lot. and flipped it for like 900 after I graded. <laughs> but he's like, I don't know, it's just sitting around. 
little crap like that. Again, it's it's they're few and far between, but those are the underrated things to me. Uh, there are also, if you guys aren't familiar, the National isn't just sports cards. There is a lot of like Pokemon. There's a lot of like non-cards, but there's also just memorabilia in general. Bunch of posters, signed stuff, jerseys, all that. And then there's like um, Back to the Future, like non-sport memorabilia too. That's a lot of fun. I can't help but notice you uh, skipped over Derek Cook fart noise live on air. That was his question and or it's comment, and you didn't. What do you want me to do here? I mean, there you go. I had it ready. You didn't even nailed it. Uh, Don't act like you're better than a fart noise, bro. You did great. Please. Let me do Rick's Tom, Rick Thomas' yes, question because I read it. He, he was just saying there's been a lot of new ventures, different things happening in the card world. The question, what aspects are currently being underserved? Where do you see opportunity? It's an interesting question question because i don't know what it is right now i'm actually at a time in the hobby where i'm not entirely sure but i do think there's a couple small areas where information is king like can somebody come up with a crazy comprehensive list of just checklist information for products and mm -hmm. show events would, like, like the yeah. thing you were talking about doing quite frankly like i do think inform specific information about product releases about checklists about different things i think that is an underserved area um you know, I think for somebody to do a comprehensive fall and it wouldn't be overly entertaining. That's the problem with some of this, like a, like kind of what Card Ladder does, the, the analytics, the stuff they gather mm -hmm. and do like a weekly super detailed report of market movement in the hobby. Well, that's what I talked about not too long ago was like if you have data is king for anything new. If someone could come up with go. all of that information, of like it. pull all that data together, that would be ultimately there's no end to the amount of benefits you could have from it. Uh, Jet, Jet talked Tom about fantasy football. I, I, I think it's a great idea. I don't really know. I mean, I don't know. By the way, we do have to decide if we're doing a fantasy league this year. I'm in. I told Feinstein yesterday I'm in. You did because I told him it. to give you a hard time about it. So Jeremy, Jeremy yeah, Ginger. Read this one. This was interesting. Dealers snitching on trade nights and calling the hotels. Is this true? This happened at the Nashville show? I did not hear this at Nashville. Yeah. I, and I can't imagine it would because like, what? there's no... Like, I don't think there's any local affiliation with the show promoters here and hotels. At the National, yes. In Nashville, my people don't do that kind of stuff. So that would go to the point of, like, that new president saying, like, the dealers are the ones who are not wanting other people to have trade nights other places. But then again, that goes to the good old boys who are the ones who are, are the dealers at these things. So I don't know. Uh, but I can also see if I'm a dealer, I want to make some money because I paid how many thousands and thousands of dollars to be at the National. I want them to come and be at my trade night and not someone else's. So there's a selfish reason there, but uh, Rico Sorcy, Mike, who is your donkey of the week? Uh, we'll just start there. I mean, I guess at this point, it's a national until I hear different, like until I hear some reasoning behind it, it's this national committee. Okay. Um, let's say he wants us to do one weekly on Thursday. So there you it. go. No, you know, Rico, don't tell him what to do. <laughs> Matt Jones, uh, taking the, monetary value investment out of the equation, strictly collector standpoint, would you prefer to have a Topps Chrome rookie auto or a Bowman Chrome first auto of a player? For me, rookie all the way. I don't care about prospecting. Personally, I love, I mean, prospecting's huge, but if okay. you're saying they are the same value, they never are. Firsts are way more valuable. Okay. But if they are, um, give me the rookie. But like, uh, so say this is a player that's already established, like you're going back and now you're, going and seeing King Griffey Jr., like a prospect versus the the rookie card. Yeah, I'm aware. So, so Acuna, 2017 yeah, yeah. first or 2018 rookie? 
I like the twenty. I always, I like the rookie designation. Okay, I thought you were viewing it as like just someone brand new. You don't even know necessarily. No, no, no. Even okay. if it was an established thing, I like the rookie designation. Okay, cool. Yeah, just to me, it's a rookie thing. All right. So Don Getters was talking about the app uh, specifically. Our well, other apps, but he said before using ours. So Card Shop Live. That's where I break full time. Eddie's on there. Monster Card Shop is on there now. Uh, we're actually really ramping up activity at the Card Shop Live app. So you should check it out. This building's about to blow There's away, by the way. so much Self-promotion, and here it goes. We're about to um, die. But I do mean that. Like, we are actually, we don't talk about it as much as we probably should because I don't want to dilute the podcast with it. But we're trying to do big things there. If you're looking for a place to buy singles, break, whatever, you should be at the card shop live. So, boom, roasted. There you go. But his, can tr- oh, go ahead. On, but his, his point was, you know, he gets irritated when breakers auction teams and live sellers auction and sell spots. They get upset when they don't sell for what they should. That's the risk you run. I'm with. T- I'm done on this way. What happened to me last night, by the way? Yeah. The end of the football break didn't fill, so I had to. I had to auction off three to five teams, whatever it was. Took a little bit of a hit. Oh well, that's the cost of doing business in the breaking world. We get plenty of wins. You cannot complain about the loss, and yet there's never a reason to complain about cost with your customers. Customers know you're making money. Everybody, sh- shut your mouth. <laughs> Take your small little L's. The other little thing he does mention, and you have to be careful of this too. Some of these big rooms do have people like plants in the room bidding stuff up. You'll see the same oh. name on every single auction, jacking up prices. Yep. By the way, this has never happened on our app. If it did, the seller would be removed immediately. But like on whatnot, this happens all the time where guys are shilling crap up. You'll see they bid every item and never win. Yeah. It's That's an issue. No curious. question. Uh, Zachary Cantrell, what are some ways to detect scammers in groups? I mean, since we don't allow buy, sell, trade in ours, we don't have to Check run across this all page. that much. But yeah, there is a scammers Facebook group uh, that you can go to. There's also, honestly, if they're trying to sell you something that you, you know, they just reached out asking you. I don't know. I take that as a, a red flag. Um, Joshua Russell. Oh, he reached out to me uh, with this question this morning, too. He wants to know if any of you guys are sneakerheads at all. Uh, there's a clothing company called Kith. They made a deal with ASIC to put out these sneakers with uh, Upper Deck. It's basically an X-Men sneaker that you're also getting like this Upper Deck PSA card with. Uh, the only thing is, I believe it's randomized. And so the artwork that's on the sneaker, you don't know exactly which one you're going to get. So that's that one's kind of hard if you actually are into sneakers and you like the style. You may not be a fan of one color or another. But the overall look of these sneakers is really cool. This just got released. And the fact that they're including a PSA card in there, that's, I don't know, bringing another group Underneath. that's pretty close to the hobby already that could uh, uh, bring some more attention. I have a specific answer for Andrew Kahn. Biggest selling regret, biggest buying regret on a purchase I didn't make selling i sold my two brady contender nine ten nine ten autos in one night mm-hmm. literally doubled my money worth a fraction of what they are now even at the time i was like i should probably keep one of these biggest purchase this actually just came up on golden the 1993 finest refractor uh psa 10 ken griffey jr i think it's up over 13 14 000 already i had a chance to buy this years ago for like two grand but when i say years ago like i don't even know if i was breaking at the time but i just remember seeing it and be like man this is probably a good buy, but I was like, $2,000 on a card was unheard of. Sure, yeah, like, at it that was time. To- yeah, I just, but even then, I was like, you know, but this is the type of card that's going to explode. Well, First year refra- was this? 16, maybe? Could you even have afforded that at that that's time? That's what I mean. I don't I, even know. There's like, no way your wife would have let you spend two grand on a card, even if you it wanted been to. A, it would have been a case where I would have had to sell other things to get it. Yeah. But I just remember, and I talked to the guy a little bit about it. Oh, the other one I sold to that I really regretted after after the fact, 
there was a, a Topps Five Star, I think it was 2015. There's a booklet, and it's a vertical booklet, not horizontal. It was Griffey and Trout, numbered like one of five or something. Oh, okay. Same thing, I bought it, and then it kind of boomed and doubled, so I sold it. I wish I kept the card. Oh. Awesome card, never should have sold it. You know, I've heard some of these stories before. I think this I year at the National, let's make some new mistakes. Oh, yeah. So we have new stories Let's to get say. you arrested. <laughs> Let's, uh, we'll Couple table more. that one. Why don't you pick uh, up, like, you could Bundy. pick up, like, two more? That sure. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. I live three hours from Chicago. Would it be worth the drive to go to the National for one day? Three hours. If so, <laughs> what would be best? I've never been, wanted to check it out. If, I'll mean, be honest with you if, you. if you could only allow me to go one day, I'd go Thursday. Way less traffic than Friday or Saturday. And Sunday, you can find deals, but people are also packing up early. I'd go Thursday or Sunday if I could only go one day. I would tend to agree with that because you're still going to, there's so many people there. You're not going to like be sad that you miss somebody because there's going to be plenty. Um, Let's see. uh, Andre, uh, Andre Boulez. Can Jesse explain what kind of nonsense this is? Uh, Pokemon packs 79, or I'm sorry, Pokemon. That's McDonald's uh, selling packs for 79 cents. Here's the thing, Andre, they made cards of literally everything in the nineties. You know, fun fact, when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 the other night, they, uh, in uh, Peter Quill's backpack, he had old ALF cards that they showed. You know what ALF stands for? You do. Alien something. Life form. Alien life form. I was going to, okay. I would have bet money you knew that. Yep. (laughs) Um, All right. I have one more. Last one. Yeah, go ahead. Let me do the Lance question. I'm going to summarize it because he wrote a, first of all, Lance, strike two. Don't ever write a paragraph. I'm just kidding. Oh my God, that is long. But Lance's point, one of the points he makes in in the book he wrote us. um, (laughs) Oh God, we're getting another... Take shelter, destructive. God. Hey, that's not in the mailbag. Shut up and let me finish up. Just kidding. Um, One thing he mentioned, because Hoj was on, he said he's always interested in like actual spend across the market. And a lot of times it says like card ladder focuses like most do on eBay and the major auction houses. Mm -hmm. And he brings up the point, how much spend though is being dumped into like whatnot, drip, loop, card shop live, all these other fanatics live now. I just don't know. It would be great to see that. Because I do, there's certain times I'm like, oh, eBay is down this month, but is that because, or year over year, like month over month, eBay is down. Is that because there's so much spend in other areas? I don't know how you'd get that data, though. Yeah. If you could, that would be unbelievable, because I do think it's interesting to see where that's going. Um, That's it. That's your show. Monday, Arm Layton's coming back oh, on to is. talk prospects. Yeah. Oh, I mean, good. he he's really bad at communicating on Twitter, so hey, uh, that's his first slight. So if he's not here... You know, we'll just attack, I guess. That's we'll the only culture. option. We'll find something in the past. Cancel culture him. Um, other than that, then the national after that. So we're just so. probably some kind of a live-ish show maybe next week yeah, at the national. Like uh, we're heading out there Wednesday, so we'll be there Wednesday. Th- we do not have table space. I have confirmed that now. Oh, we have nowhere to sit. Nowhere to sit. So oh. if you ha- if you want to let me and Jesse come hang out with you. God. Uh, I thought, what happened not- to the thing with him? Nope. No. Uh, it's oh, I can't wait to hear that Not story. the whole time. And we're not looking for a place to set up camp. But if you have a nice little big Ooh, area of a booth. Adam let, Novak. He led us that one year. Let's see. <laughs> Adam Novak. Wanna, this is but a But I don't even want to put stuff out. I, I actually kind of like not having a booth. I'm not tied down either. Oh, I don't necessarily want to But I would like a place to go out. and Yeah, sit I just want to hang out. And, I would like to do that. So you know what? Go, we will. We do inevitably attract an audience. We will promote the crap out of your place. So, we'll, get, we'll bring free swag to bring people to your table. You yeah, will sell more because of us. That's just a fact. We're looking for a couple places to sit a few times a day. Couple's chairs. Jesse shows up late anyways most days, as do I. We're not there all day. <laughs> That's so, fair. Yeah. All reach right. out. 
We need some space. Oh, if you're Thank selling you so a table, I'd take that too, honestly. No, I don't want to buy anything. No Let's one just get said one you, for free. So, so. we're good. Um, all right. Thank you so much. This is your show. In the thing. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We will see you Monday. He's trying to book a basketball. Or- good. I'm going to get that court. Goodbye. Get out. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.